Welcome back to Crouching Tiger Hidden Podcast. I'm your host, uh, Vader, and I am joined today not by the normal hosts. Um, I am joined by a very special guest, uh, Dave Sentinel Plus. How are you today? I'm, I'm doing great. Uh, <laughs> we're, am I on the wrong podcast? I think we're on Dark Inside. Oh. Yes, I, I see that, didn't I? <laughs> no, no. Uh, <laughs> I know, I know. Um, yes, thanks for joining us. We've had more mix-ups. Life has just gone in the way of everybody at the moment. Um, we've had technical difficulties. Uh, Brian ripped out his internet wires, and so his internet lo- lo- no longer works. Uh, Jeremy is just podcasting 24-7 and has no time in his days. Uh, actually, I think he's recording 25 seven like it's he's got he's recording more hours than there are in a day um cliff is at i think it movie tonight and josh is on a well-deserved break so dave was kind enough to jump in and uh help me help us out today so thank you yeah how are you you're welcome anytime um so so we're going to keep this uh (laughs) just a short and sweet chat about some video games um have some fun and yeah we'll get back to back to things uh hopefully more regularly next week uh but first and foremost we need to talk about this weather um how's thing how are things there uh the weather is here is pretty nice actually well at least in um in illinois where i'm at and unfortunately there's some problems uh closer to, to florida right now another hurricane coming through yes that's not looking very good no, no, it's not. It's to be through the weekend. So uh, everybody out there, you know, stay safe. And uh, hopefully anyone in the path was able to evacuate or get to shelter. Yes, my wife, my, actually my sister's in Florida. So uh, last I heard she was doing okay. Um, so yeah, hopefully it passes by. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I got a, I got a buddy out that way that I need to check in uh, with uh, probably today and make sure he's doing okay. Yeah. Man, this has got serious real quick. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is why we talked about the weather. That's, the, that's just the way it's been. Yes, the it weather. is. Um, and yeah, well, for me, it's just been a lot of rain still. We've had a few months of, of rain down here. Uh, we I went away for a day with the family. Uh, we flew to the South Island in New Zealand. Uh, it's like a half an hour plane ride. It's real funny. <laughs> but it was a different island, so it was a trip. And yeah, it rained on and off the whole time. Uh, but yeah, we we still went out to like a nature park and saw some monkeys, even though it was raining. We we fought through the weather and and enjoyed the monkeys and the the meerkats and the alpacas amongst the rain. Oh, nice! Which is good though, because like no one else was there because it was raining. Yeah, so you we, got the whole, whole we place got, to yourself. Yeah, it was just a small little like nature park, but we had the yeah literally had the whole place to ourselves. <laughs> And like the 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 um I guess the sort of zookeeper people they could just wander around with us and like tell us give us information and help us out. It was really cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, personal guided tour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was really a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, it looks like it's clearing up a bit now, so I might get out in the in the pond today. Uh, but yeah, that is the weather chat. Um. Because you're in last minute, uh, pulled in last minute, Dave. I don't know if you've had time to think about anything, any news or anything that's tickled your fancy this week. No, I haven't really seen anything um, games wise uh, in the in the news. Um, 
don't know, did you guys did you guys find some stuff? I, I, I saw a few things uh flashing by on Twitter. Um yeah, one of the ones that I noticed what I find quite fascinating actually is uh, <laughs> uh Ubisoft and the fractured butthole um South Park. They are mm. they are mapping their difficulty to the skin tone of your character. Uh which which is I, I think it's kind of an interesting way to approach i guess a political yeah topic so, at the moment i mean I, I can see what they're doing but that's that's gonna make anybody um of color like upset <laughs> if your life's already more difficult and then they're making a satire of it and then if you try to pick a character that's identifiable in the game you you're just stuck playing on hard mode that's yeah, yeah. That, that's, uh, they probably didn't think that part out. Well, that well, I don't know if South Park creators do think that hard about this. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, maybe we're giving them too much credit, but um, but that, somebody that, somewhere should have thought that that was probably a you know not a good way to do that. Yeah, what? Well, yeah, I wonder if there's a way around it. Now, now you mention it. Yeah, it's it, it's interesting that they've even gone down that path. It just seems like well, too met. But I guess that is the nature of their their comedy is to two point two. Um, I guess take up serious topics and make light of them. So who knows? Yeah, but that seems like you'd be you'd be making like a large portion of the <laughs> um, player population angrier. Uh, well, it seems like one of those things that would make both both sides angry. Like the idiots who are more the white supremacy side, uh, angry as well, because I don't know. Yeah, that they're stuck playing on easy mode. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's a those that's gamers a, hate a easy mode. Wasps or whatever you want to say. <laughs> that's a a tough conversation. Yeah. Maybe we'll leave it at there. But I just thought it was interesting that they yeah. were tackling that. Um, I don't want to say something and stick my foot in it somehow. <laughs> It's kind of hard not to. That's the problem. Um, yeah, but yeah. Uh, other than that, I, don't, I just really I've been out of the out of the picture a little bit this week with uh, traveling with the family, uh, so I don't I don't really notice anything new. Um, I guess I started watching Iron Fist, and people I I really enjoyed the Netflix Marvel shows. Like I've liked Daredevil. Mm-hmm. I liked I liked. Um, Oh, I can't. I can't think of her name now. <laughs> the show now. Uh, what's what? What's the other two? <laughs> uh, is it Daredevil? What did I say? Daredevil was definitely one. What did I say? And Luke Cage. The, yeah, Luke Cage. And there's Jessica, one more. Jessica isn't Jones. It? Jessica Jones. Yes, Jessica Jones. I think Jessica Jones was my favorite. She's really cool. Um, she kicks ass. Uh, but all those three I've enjoyed. I uh, really enjoyed. Uh, and I've just heard rumblings about Iron Fist not being that great. And so I kind of just haven't got around to watching it. And we've we finally started it this week. And it's a real slow burn. It's like, it's just not. Yeah. And, I, and I'm curious to know. I should actually have checked this before I got on this podcast. I had enough time with the delays of it. If it's the same, <laughs> the same, same stunt coordinator or fight coordinator as Daredevil. Because the fights in Daredevil are really good. Yeah, I don't think it is. I mean, we'd have to look it up to be sure, but it doesn't feel like it. It doesn't, um, does it? Yeah, did, how, how, did you watch the whole thing? Um, I'm first? Six episodes in, so I'm probably okay. nearing the end. Um, yeah, I got eight episodes in. I just didn't have a chance to go back to it. Um, I don't know. I enjoyed it, I think, for what it was. 
Um, it was getting a lot of uh, negativity right when it came out, but I, I don't know. I didn't really have any issues with it in, in particular. Uh, it's not as bad as Rand is. Um, his characters, I don't know. It's a bit, he's a bit weird. Like he's, I, I think they're trying to make him an everyman, but he's supposed to be like this rich kid or privileged, I guess. Um, but then he's, he's like horribly incompetent for a lot of things that he as Iron Fist should be good at doing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, it wasn't like a bad show. I guess <laughs> the Daredevil um, set the bar pretty high as far as like fight scenes. Oh, that was good. And then when you pick a show like Iron Fist, where it's literally supposed to be about the fighting, um, they I don't know they could have done a little bit better job. I do like all of the um, the supporting cast and his. Uh, I don't remember the guy's name, but it's the the young. This well, not young, but the son of the. Um, the 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 big business owner. Oh, the his like pseudo brother. He's, he's like his brother, but you know, yeah. yeah. But he's a real. I jerk. think he has like he has a, he is, but he has a good character arc as far as you can see. His like downfall, and um, they they go through pretty good lengths to make sure that he's not a likable character, but you also kind of feel bad for him because he's just in a he's just given a bad hand, like literally. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah yeah he's but he was a jerk as a kid too though before he'd been given a bad no hand. i mean he was he, he's not a likable person but <laughs> they still gave him like something to relate to as far as you can see why he kind of is the way he is because of his father yeah yeah oh his father's a piece of work yeah <laughs> yeah that was uh, oh man uh, i guess we could do a couple of spoilers just briefly um uh what well, wait well, i would but now i forgot where episode six was at um <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> did uh, you see what happened to the father uh i know that he he they did die and can't get brought back and that's about it okay yeah so when he's when he's brought back um that arc of the character was great i mean i had a lot of fun watching him like he's like sort of amnesiac and not totally like a douchebag he's sort of a nice guy oh he is inside but then then he gets his memory back and it's not it's it's, he's still a bad guy yeah i haven't i haven't seen any flashbacks of it yet yeah well you'll get to it it's um, probably probably episode seven yeah, it probably is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. I I enjoyed it. It's a it's a fun show. As I say, it was it was all right. It wasn't. Um, it's it's a real slow burn. Like it just seems to take it. It's the episodes feel really well. They are long. They're a good hour long, which is longer than most shows. Most tend to be around yeah. forty mark to fifty, and it's just not much happening. I actually, I actually like. Don't well, mind like the main prologue. guy. It, it yeah. plays plays it, it plays as a prologue to what the, the defenders. That's what I'm imagining. That's why I'm watching it because I want to watch the Defenders. Yeah, um, but then I heard. I mean, I didn't see the Defenders, but I'm hearing like Danny Rand's character is, is is like extra useless. Like, why is he even there when they're doing the Defenders? I don't know. I should probably watch an episode or two before yeah, I true. say that that's what it, what happened. What's happening? I do. I do like that his character is quite childlike and childish, and he would be like if if you'd been lost in the yeah, mountains. He's grew up at with 10. Yeah, 
at 10 like he has no like frame of reference of maturing yeah. as where you you would in the west like or in, in a city like you know he's, he's <laughs> like just an arrogant little kid but um, i don't know i mean he he knows things that he can't do at least but so yeah enough. yeah i yeah what i what i definitely have issues with and i don't know i can't speak so i don't know anything about the comics but uh the his late i can't remember uh mrs wing i think is her name is the, the instructor yeah the don't like she is super cool and i like yeah i would have just watched the show with her but i i i have issues i have issues with this whole is she supposed to be japanese because wing is not a japanese name uh no i think just her grandfather was japanese so i don't yeah it's to say it's from the I comic you might, grandfather you might uh, i don't know i didn't this. read the comics either yeah you might get more <laughs> of this from the comics but just the whole switching between like the japanese and chinese stuff is kind of irritating and i guess daredevil did as well with because isn't like the Han a chinese organization or are they actually uh, yes so why are they ninjas? <laughs> Chinese ninjas. <laughs> There's Chinese stealth and assassin type people, but they're not called ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, Mortal I, Kombat they, says there's Chinese ninjas. Let's do it Mortal Kombat. I just, I have a real hard time. <laughs> it's the same thing with Karate Kid. Like with, actually, we're talking about, I'll get to Jaden Smith in a second now, actually. Uh, yeah. With Karate Kid. It's in China. He's learning Kung Fu. Like, it was a good movie, but just call it Kung Fu Kid. Don't call it Karate Kid. <laughs> I hated that. Yeah, I never really thought about that, but that's, that's pretty funny. Uh, no, well, I, it's a fine movie, and Jackie Chan and it's pretty cool, but but yeah, it's Kung Fu Kid. He's learning Kung Fu. And it's the same. Well, I mean, they're not going to they're not going to rename it when they rebooted a franchise. They should have renamed it. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. The fans from the you know the original what was it three movies, four movies. There's only one good one. What the first one? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It should have been it. The, the Kung Fu Kid still has a similar enough ring to it that it would have been clear. Yeah. Anyway, Jackie Chan was in it. <laughs> Jaden Smith was in it. It would have gotten up if you were watching it. But they just do enough of that stuff, like the crossing between, like this it's just like the the catch all Asian lady. And that's how I feel it. I find that really irritating. Um they're switching between talking about Kung Fu and talking about And she's going out the the Bushido code. She's not a samurai. That stuff bugs me. I don't know. That stuff bugs <laughs> we'd, have me. To, we'd have to read the, the comic or something. That stuff yeah, and that's what I think. I think it's somewhat lost maybe from the comic. Or it's just, you know, I just find it. Insulting. Or it was just written that way from the from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, they need to get their stuff right. Bushido's samurai. She's teaching karate. It's a different thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> um. Anyway, that's myself on that. Otherwise, it's a, it's yeah. a right show. Um, and to, going back to Jaden Smith, I was brought to my attention that he's doing an anime, and I watched a trailer, and it is the worst thing ever. It's and it's not allowed to be called an anime in my eyes. It's a it's a cartoon done by a rich kid. Um, yeah, I don't know. It looks like Code Lyoko or one of those ridiculous. It's, um, it's so it's. I just saw some screenshots. It looks pretty bad. It's really bad. It's just like 
It's just like stereotype anime stuff crammed into it. Um, you got some good uh, voice actors, but you know that's not going to carry a show. No, well, the voice, the parts I heard, Jude Law does a good job at the voiceover, like the you know the narrator oh, type voice. Jude Law, but <laughs> Jaden's voice acting was terrible, and he's actually a reasonably good actor, but um, yeah, the voice acting was bad. Anyway. That is just the random media section. <laughs> I wanted to complain yeah. about those things. <laughs> that's that's our news. <laughs> yeah, that's our news. Oh, oh and on on oh, a positive note, yeah. on a positive note, um, I'm not sure about it. I'm gonna probably gonna go download it and play it um, later, or but I haven't had a chance. It was just brought to my attention 30 seconds before we started recording. Um, there's a game out on iOS and I assuming Android, most likely. Uh, it's called Hero of Operations. And the reason why this game is of note is that uh, Gary Butterfield of Duck Duckfeed fame, uh, Bonfire Side Chat, and Days of Future Cast, and the many other shows. Uh, watch out for fireballs. Watch out for fireballs, <laughs> yeah. Um, I had more in my head, but they're all gone. It's just, this, but yeah, good all around good guy. Um, uh, he is done. Gary Butterfield has done the music uh, for this show. So it says in the description: the game contains twelve unique enemies, character progression, and ex- and experience systems, achievements, and music from Gary Butterfield. So he's right there in the description. So worth checking out uh, to support someone who does a lot to create content uh, in the podcast realm. Um, and yeah, and also, oh yeah, also of. Um, I can't remember the name of the book. The book, the Dark Souls parody book. Oh, uh, I've read it and it's really good. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, I read it too. <laughs> and he's doing. I don't remember what it's called. It's a play on the Dark Souls. Oh, we're terrible. Uh, <laughs> it'll be in the show notes. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Brian, put it in the show notes. Uh, and he's working on uh, currently releasing um, a Fallout parody book called Atom. I believe that's what that one's uh, Atomic. I think Atomic. Oh, dang it. So close. <laughs> Sorry, Gary. Yeah, um, that one looks really good. So I would have done my research, but this was brought to my attention just a few seconds ago. So a few minutes ago. But yeah, um, Atom. Um, sorry. Um, Atomic. Atomic probably is going to be good because the Dark Souls parody book was fantastic. It was lots of fun. Really good read. Uh, it it read really quickly. It's because um, it was you just want to see what was going on and what was happening. So. And it pokes fun at the Dark Souls franchise in the right ways. Um, and obviously, the yeah, good stuff. But yeah, Hero of Operations is the name of the game. Yeah, I guess that's it. I guess we can move on to what we've been playing. Keeping this short and simple right. with just us two, <laughs> the two-man cast. Uh, do you want to take start us off? Uh, sure. Um, I'll go with... Uh, path of exile so i've been um put a few hours into this it's a i don't want to say diablo clone but that's kind of what it is it's similar to diablo 2 um where it's uh you know it's perpetually online so you're yeah you're playing through in like an isometric um play style and you are well, you're in exile. You've been sent to this this lands that I don't remember the name of because it's, there's a lot of nouns. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of proper uh, names in this thing. 
but um, it's decidedly uh, dark in tone and uh, all the enemies are sort of decayed and like disgusting monsters and mutant, I mean like mutated uh, wildlife. And so as, as you, you, you start out, you like wake up on a beach and uh, there's a, a half dead guy that sort of gives you a little bit of a quest telling you to um, check out this, this village up ahead. And you, you, you know, you make your way there and find out that that's your like hub. So there's a few um, vendors slash quest givers and um, they set you out to discover the rest of this because you're like on an island and you just roll around and pick up, you know, bigger, stronger weapons. Um, it does have like a, a pretty cool uh, socket system. So you'll find these little gems and you can put them in uh, your armor or your weapons and they'll grant like new abilities but you can stack them so the i guess it, you know it looks like the materia system was from just Final Fantasy that. 7 yeah yeah it looks just like that they're little colored you know orbs so you put them in and something will give you like uh i don't know fire arrow and then another thing will be piercing um improvement so any anything you attach that piercing to that it's a, like a a distance weapon will just upgrade it by like, you know, so many percent to damage. Um, it has the standard like scrolls of identification uh, that you need to use on items. But what I think is really cool is there's no currency. Um, all of your, your purchases in the, like the little vendor shops are done through bartering. So you'll pick up um, oh, little, a little like orbs and little pieces of of items that uh like it'll say like i don't know iron scraps or something and then when you pick up 20 of them it'll turn into like you know one iron ore or something like that and so the blacksmith guy will want those pieces but you don't have a like a pool of currency that you can spend just at any store you have to have like store specific things i like that um, i like I guess, it yeah it makes it a little cooler but, Yonder, the, the little um, adventure game that came oh, out recently uh, has the same yeah, thing. Yeah, the, the sort of farming one. Yeah, um, it has the same thing. There's no currency. You're actually just exchanging stuff. So you can craft things that add value. Then you can get what you need by exchanging yeah, that. It, and it makes yeah, sense works game-wise. works the same way, kind of. It works. Um, it, it makes sense. Yeah, it gives you more feel like you're in the world. Well, yeah, like if you were on this deserted island, like you just said you were, why would there be mm-hmm. currency? Like, why would there be a currency? There's no government organization to control it. So, um, yeah, I yeah, actually like, just I like, like a that. mercenary core. So it's pretty oh, cool. Um, like what's that. nice is you don't have to worry about picking up all those little pieces. Uh, you'll, you'll find them like organically as you um, defeat enemies. But if you sell the gear you picked up, like maybe you're, you know, you're an archer or something and you pick up items for mages well when you sell that to the specific vendors they'll trade you um in whatever currency they they use yeah so you're not stuck just trying to farm for um you know iron shards or whatever um yeah. well, i think another cool thing is when you defeat enemies or like a new type of enemy but then you return to the um the town hub each of the the npcs there will give you like what what their like take is on the lore of that creature so you don't you don't have like a 
the standard just codex huh. entry. You'll go talk to um, the magic vendor and, and she'll tell you what she thinks of like the weird swamp rat or whatever you found. And then one of the other guys will tell you about what he his experience with them. So it's not always the same information, just kind of builds on like, each other. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. Um, that'd be yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, it's it's a pretty fun little, you know, it's uh you can adjust the dis- difficulty. It feels like Diablo three or you know, something like that. It's not it's not um super difficult to get into. I think the, the learning curve isn't steep. You could just jump in. Um you can do co op. I don't I think it has local co op, but it also has um just when you're online you can invite people. You see sort of I guess sort of like Destiny where you're in that hub and if you see someone there you can just invite them onto your team of I guess up to three people. Um maybe it's yeah, I think it's three and then you can okay. go out and do your adventure in the world. Oh that's cool. It's pretty pretty cool game. Uh yeah. No, oh, and it's um it's free, so <laughs> it's free. Yeah, I'm pretty. I want to say it's a free to play. Oh, I didn't I know that. that. <laughs> I think it is. is that how you got it? I thought you. Yeah, I thought you had to buy it. Yeah, I don't think I paid for it. Um, <laughs> you don't think you paid? For it. Hold on. Yeah, I don't know anymore. I thought um, Chris had a. I thought Chris had bought a, a copy of it. I thought I saw him sharing that. Um, it looks interesting. I've, I've heard good yeah, things. Yeah, it's it's free to play. So yeah. there's that. Cool. Um, because this was was this a Kickstarter one or am I getting my wires mm, crossed? Yes, I think it was. Yeah, because it it reminds me of um like Ultima like eight or something. Was it eight or seven? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, also as you say, Diablo. I I thought it was more akin to the um when I've heard about it in the past, uh, your Baldur's Gate type, but it's not really, is it? From looking at the images, no, now. it feels a lot like Diablo two. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably the closest thing. Um, Does it yeah, it's the same. You're no the world. Go ahead. It, um, it was a PC game originally. Is it crossed over to to console quite well, or it works okay? Uh, yeah, I didn't have any problem with it. There's no no bugs that I've run into. I put I don't know six or seven hours. So I didn't play for a terribly long time, but um, enough to have fun with the uh, the ranger class. There's um, there's like a giant barbarian, an assassin uh a witch the ranger and i think there's one other but i just kind of gave them a glance over and then um i think the npcs will or at least they have different dialogue to talk to you depending on what uh class you picked okay that's kind of cool uh yeah looks interesting maybe yeah. one day and it's free so you know it's it's worth a a play uh it's on the uh xbox one cool i need a game to play on the xbox <laughs> uh, but yeah if it's got two if it's got local co-op yeah, it might be saying you know can give it a go um yeah, yeah. you have to check I'm, I'm not sure we're playing diablo 3 right now so we'll wait until we get that out of the way oh yeah that and that's pretty fun yeah oh, i think i i think i watched you guys um made a little a short video on it a few minutes yes 12 minutes or something yep um we mean to do more but we've been busy um i guess one of the things we've been busy with this week um i think i should state it just to for full disclosure um odin and i got um a review copy for knack 2 so yeah we got it for free which is nice uh so just full disclosure um before i say what i think of it 
uh, just keep us busy because we're trying to get through it as quick as possible so we can actually write a review. Uh, so hope, watch the space. Hopefully we'll have a review from Odin and myself up this weekend. Fingers crossed if we can get through it today. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, NAC 2, it's actually, I never played NAC 1. Um, I, I understand it wasn't that well received uh, as a new IP. It was, yeah. I know Patty likes it, so it probably is pretty good if Patty likes it. Uh, but uh, I actually like Knack 2. It's it's pretty good. Um, especially, it's been a lot of fun playing with Odin. Uh, and instead of recording videos, we're just streaming it. Um, we've had a few people drop in. We've had technical issues <laughs> with our audio, so it may, may have affected our, our stream uh, retention. But it's just been a lot of fun. Because now what they've implemented in, from Knack, uh, changed from Knack 1 to Knack 2 is now I've got co-op mode. Um, so you have two knacks. Um, and it's... Uh, combat isn't anything that special, but there is a progression to it that has been quite nice uh, so far. Like, And there's also a slight um, skill tree of sorts, nothing too complicated. Uh, so you can add... add and um, customize your guy to some extent. Uh, I what I said actually last night we actually got a new ability which was a grab like it's like an extender grab. Uh, Scor- uh, Scorpion from Mortal Kombat, get over here type thing. <laughs> um, and that has made the combat so much better because I was having issues where enemies could kind of dodge. They would do a, a power move, you would avoid it, and then you'd go into strike, and they would dodge out, and so it, it would like extend. Uh, you kind of have to force the enemy into a corner and then just pummel them. And um, but now with the grab attack, it's it's changed the combat and it and it allows you to uh, use the space better. Uh, but yeah, oh, there's a one of the attacks is a, a JoJo Bizarre Adventure um, stand. Um, oh, what's the Jotaro's? Um, is that his name? Uh, I guess. I don't, yeah. really don't watch that one. Is uh, it the one where he just punches things? Yeah. What's it? Is it like... I can't remember the name of his stand. Anyway, I didn't know his name, but I'm terrible with names. But yeah, he just punches things real fast. And it's got that It's got that attack, and it's really good. Because <laughs> you just punch things like super <laughs> fast. Uh, uh, story-wise, I honestly... the they say, I don't know anything about one... Um, so I don't know how well it continues. It it but but basically it's an ancient uh race of goblins who are just wild creatures, beasts type uh people. Not really people because they're goblins. Uh that live in the wilds. <laughs> uh they used to be an advanced, powerful uh civilization. They had technology and robots when humans were still cavemen type um people. And they, their their leader created these robots to wipe out the humans. And Conan, a dude that looks a lot like Conan, <laughs> uh, helped the humans defend themselves and uh, basically uh, took out uh, the the ability to use these robots. And so the goblins were forced back into the wilderness and lost their technology and have been, I guess, savage since. Uh, are coming back in power so we've got uh, there's like a resurgence and their ancient technology has revived and their big robot uh goblin suits are attacking again and so that's basically how it 
it goes into it, the main story and so you're fighting back against and trying to find out how and why these these goblin armies are returning uh robot goblin goblin armies and somewhat i'm reasonably intrigued by the story uh there is like a cut scene where it flashes back to shows um some of the action in the past in a cut scene and it would actually be really cool and i don't think they've done it i don't think they will do it but it'd be kind of a cool dlc or it's bonus content once you finish the game to go play that mission as the humans there's like a four humans going like your classic kind of D squad there's like like the axe wielding barbarian type character and it's like yeah it was just your classic there's the rogue and whatnot but it'd be cool to be able to go play that and i don't think they have done it but it would be cool if they did um to play that that just that one mission how they saved the day for the humans uh what else that i really like the um the environments when you can play with your size how familiar mm-hmm. are you how familiar are you with knack do you know you know the uh, basic concept i i've just seen screenshots i didn't, didn't play it basically it's this i i'm only gathering what he's an ancient power source or magic source that creates intelligence but it's like based around this central orb power thing i think and he's at his weakest he basically looks like a ceramic plant pot upside down with a face on it and and hands and feet um and it's he's really cute kind of almost a bit of sack boy kind of feel to him and but he can his his thing is he can take objects and and grow his mass by using part of you know broken objects and he can grow really large and the gameplay and can he get small again or is he just get perpetually bigger no that's the thing you can control that and that's what i really like with the level designs and i'm pretty sure the knack one had this in it as well but i I think it's slightly more fleshed out than this where so you'll be puzzles or hazards that you'll need to drop your size and it's almost it's instant so you could be running down a corridor and a laser could come up like your head height you can hit the button you and your and your your particles or your bits just drop to the ground and it's very visually, it's really, really well done. The physics behind it is pretty cool. They just kind of just okay. drop. And then your little dude just keeps running. Your little plant pot keeps running. All right. Yeah, I, <laughs> um, I think I watched you guys. I want to say it was you guys doing uh, Lego, one of the Lego ones where your guy can get super small or super big. Uh, like, yep. Depending on the thing. But does this, this, does this the environment change size too? I mean, do you get that big? Um, You do get very big. Um. So, yeah, at times you'll need to go small to go through certain corridors and then you can summon your parts as well again, which is really cool. So you can like, okay, you've got to get through a crack in the, in the wall. So you drop your size, you go through it, then you push R1 again and it summons your parts back. Uh, so Now, does the camera, how's the camera work? Is this isometric? I don't um, remember. It's a little bit like near actually with how it, that, so the camera will change at times. So usually uh-huh. it's just isometric, but it will change position kind of like Nier does. Um, yeah. But it never really follows you like Nier does. Like too closely. Yeah. So it's never like third person like Nier is most of the game, but like Nier, mm-hmm. it does. There'll be like times where you'll be getting further away and and whatnot, or you'll be, it'll be side on view or top down view. It, it, yeah, it moves around a bit, um, which, which I like. Um, it's, it's kind of fun. Uh, you so actually it's really cool next to your health bar you have uh, 
a height meter, uh, and it actually shows your your measurements. And so, oh, big, okay. is it- and so you actually get bigger and bigger. And it's the biggest we've got is like eighteen feet, I think. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's that's pretty big. Yeah, it's pretty big. <laughs> um, and so yeah, you get bigger. And so at times, like a couple of the areas, you'll like you can't progress um, and also oh, we're not big enough or next not strong enough to uh, to bust up this door. So you've got, you go through like a side area and you've got, you're collecting mass really um, to, to bust open the door. Um, it, it's fun. Like the level we played last night was, and it's before that it had slowed down a bit. It was quite a lot of puzzle. It was like using lasers. It was these little infiltrating the ancient goblin city that has been abandoned for years. That's now reactivated with this fancy technology. Uh, and it was, but it was, it was good, but it was uh, more puzzly based and there was lasers and, and whatnot. But then mm. after that level we had, we basically just got back to the human city that's been attacked now. And you just went, we just went on a rampage. Basically it was awesome. And it was like rampage the game. You got huge and just started stomping through the streets Smash busting stuff. up. <laughs> yes. Busting up goblins. And it, it's, yeah, it's silly and fun. That sounds, um, yeah, it sounds fun. It's, it's good that it's a co-op game. That's where it's that's where it's it's one out for me. If if I yeah, to be fair, I think I would enjoy playing it, but I don't think I would have played it. Is what I'm saying, mm-hmm. uh, and that's and that's probably a shame. Um, but because I can play with Odin and we can just have fun together and bust up stuff, um, we yeah we get into it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, the other the other cool thing is that like you get parts, and it usually has because it's two player. Usually, knack is a red tone. Like his parts is you all red toned with a little bits of blue and other stuff. They actually, when you separate, he actually pulls you apart to two characters, and one's blue, one's red. Um, okay. Um, and so yeah, you're working together as as two parts, and w- when it there's um when there's like say, times when like like I mentioned earlier busting open a big door and you have to be big enough to, to, to pull it open it'll go to you know like your classic like uncharted type thing where you're you got to bash square really fast to, to kind of open the door oh, okay like a quick time event yeah yeah um but what's good about it, and you're like you're pushing square to represent you exerting in energy to shove the door open what's cool about this instead of just said one person doing it it actually has uh, one big meter and it has square on both sides of it. Tap it, one representing blue, one representing red player. And it actually has like a mini game between each other the f- and you're both racing to the center. And it doesn't matter which one actually does it first, gets to the center first. But it's me and Odin, like, it's a mini game between us. Who's winning that those? Like, who's winning more of those? Because it will actually, whoever gets the first, it will fill up the bar and it will be their win and it doesn't say anything that you've won this one or anything like that it's just yeah um i think that's good it creates a bit of like back and forward between the two the co-op players that there's a bit of competition uh, mm-hmm. even, though, even though it doesn't actually mean anything in the game yeah, I just like that. it's not yeah. giving you an in-game reward or no uh, prompt no but it's it, it, fun yeah, and it, but it's cool that they even did that because it could have just mm-hmm. left it as one person had to do it or, or whatnot, or both had to do it with two separate meters. But the fact that it's a little race adds to the fun of it. Um, and when there are a few quick time events where Nack just does some really sweet moves, like 
leaping around the environment and dodging stuff. And they're actually quite fun. I'm not a fan of QuickTime generally, but these are well te- uh, telegraphed, so you're not surprising you. And both players have to do it. Um, and so you're both interacting, which is good. Um, okay. Um, I think, oh, the other cool thing, uh, not only neck, I was saying earlier, you usually just like your standard neck is like red and blue. But so far we have found iron shards and so you bust up a crate of iron shards and you become iron neck and that changes your move sets so you get extra abilities and moves um we found uh ice ice chunks and we turn to ice neck again you can freeze enemies by blowing ice at them and which changes their movement uh and you get sweet ice wolverine claws which are pretty cool uh and we've now, also can you both pick up like different parts like is can one of you be you know steel neck and one of you ice neck not yet I, i'm not sure if that will change it's more being based on the environment so and it makes sense to where we are so the iron stuff was in a in a mine so it makes okay. sense was like my iron around and then we as we went through the mine we exited into like the mountains uh and we got the ice then it was like icy mountain and then we've also got um, Crystal. We we became Stealth Stealth Neck, and so our little dude was turned into Crystal, like his form changed, and that allowed us to walk through the security lasers um, when we we're Little Neck. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, so yeah, we're a little like see through Crystal Neck. I <laughs> said that that's been fun, just having that change of game gameplay, and it's changing uh, at kind of like the pacing's good, so it changes at the right time just to spice things up a little bit, uh, which is, yeah, which helps. Yeah. All, all in all, I've had fun with it. It's been a, been a lot of fun. Um, it's not anything game of the year, like best game ever type stuff. <laughs> just, just a fun little diversion. Yeah. It's a fun game. Um, and it looks like a cartoon version of Uncharted at times. So it's not as, polished as uncharted like they those graphics mm-hmm. are pretty good especially with four but it yeah it, feel, it feels like a platformer version of uncharted in some ways uh so it's that has that very sony feel to it i guess hmm. um yeah it's good fun but yeah it, i think i was gonna try to catch one of the times you guys were streaming but for me it's like two o'clock in the morning so yeah um, we've just because we got it wednesday um mm-hmm. the review copy we just played it whenever we could then we were away and then yeah. we got home last night we chucked it on so we're actually planning on streaming for a few hours today so I mean, who knows might <laughs> um we might pick it on yeah um, i'll uh, i'll keep an eye out on the, the twitch notifications yes thank you um but yeah that's nick um what else have you been playing at warframe i've been digging into this um pretty uh, pretty hard, I guess. <laughs> I'm dumping uh, my free time into into Warframe. Um, I I'd seen it on the, I guess it's on Xbox as well, but I I picked up the the PS4 version. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't. I don't want to say it's like a launch title, but it's been out for some time, at least I don't know two years, and it's a it's a free to play game. Um, and they've been just doing continual updates, I, I gather, uh, like the entire time. So when you, like, say you look at the uh, the trophies, there's a few that are in the main game, but then there's like a list of, you know, you, normally the trophy thing will have like 
DLC or add-ons or something. There's yeah. like 20 some uh categories of trophies that they've just, you know, been putting in uh <laughs> I mean, I don't really care about the trophies per se, but just that amount of content that's it been shows, added into the game yeah, it shows yeah, that lots for of sure that they're From- they're really big on the um fan uh, or I guess um player feedback uh yeah. I guess the 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 dev team's really um, personable and they're just great great bunch of folk um working on a pretty cool game and i heard about it because uh twin humanities um patty and cj were just talking up a whole lot of sugar the last their last episode i guess they did the whole uh oh the humanities episode on it um and it's it plays i guess kind of like destiny but there's way more story um there's a lot more interaction, at least in between missions between yourself and like the main um, NPC. And when you're going through the missions, there's a lot of radio chatter um, just kind of telling you what's going on in the level. Uh, I mean, it's pretty standard fare. You're just going through and, and shooting things or, or you're, you know, hacking for security codes or defending, uh, you know, some particular object. It's not a, not a whole lot of variety um, in, what you're doing but i think the um the continual just gain of skills the the gameplay itself it's a lot of fun uh probably the coolest thing is with um say like destiny you really only have uh you know your like what's it three yeah three um character classes yeah and so everything kind of plays the same i mean you have the subclasses but that's not a whole lot of variety with this uh you get the warframes and as you're playing you'll you'll get parts of them uh, for like another body i guess and you have to um you have to create it through a i don't know can be what it's called i want to say foundry it's like a little machine that builds your stuff um but so you collect the parts in the missions or whatever like the components and then you'll you'll build you know i guess it's an arm and a leg and a head and eventually form the uh, another frame or um since it is free to play there is some buy-in if you can just throw money at it and get the in-game currency to purchase uh some of the other frames or weapons or you know any other stuff that you can um grind for you can just kind of replace that by throwing a few dollars if you want there's no you, you can access everything through the game if you're willing to put in the <laughs> the hundreds of hours it would probably take um but the cool part is each of the warframes they're based on their abilities their speed their movement they all play like completely differently they don't feel like you're the same even kind of character even though you're just you know doing a um over the shoulder uh gameplay now it's easy to switch between them like because i usually just said you gotta fork out or spend lots of time to get like if you if they're so different, what if you choose one you don't like? Can you delete it and go start again with another one? Or um, you can delete them because what happens is I think you only have a few uh, inventory slots. I don't even know how many four. Um, you have a couple that you can fit your frames in. You get uh, you can pick I think from one of three in the beginning, and that's the one you're going to be stuck with. Um, there's incentives for um 
linking your Warframe account. Like I, there's an incentive for Twitch Prime. So if you link your Twitch account to Warframe, it gives you uh, a Twitch Prime. It's called a Prime uh, Warframe, and that guy, he's he like freezes stuff. He has like ice abilities. Um, so that's free if you have Twitch Prime. Um, so that's an extra one. I picked that up, and then I threw like seven bucks um, at the game and uh, unlocked um, Octavia, which is sort of the music one. DJ, yeah, it's the music one. It's really cool. So you're you each um, Warframe has four abilities, and you'll unlock all four of them. I think by level seven or level ten or something. So it's pretty early on, um, but she has one that's like a, a metronome so it it sends out like a sort of circle around you and then it has little uh what they called little little beat like little 3d um beat bars on the on the floor and so they just look like a uh, like a visualizer like if you're looking at winamp or something and you have the uh the waveform visualizer yeah it's like that but it's in 3d and it's just beating around but it since it's 3D, it like attacks enemies and hurts them, and then you have like a, a uh, an active skill called Amp, which makes it so uh, your abilities and any of your your maybe that's Metro, one of them, but it makes it so you and your teammates, if you're in the area or if they're within that range, uh, depending on if they're like ducking, jumping, attacking they'll get different bonuses as long as they're doing that action on the beat. So there's music playing when you activate these. And then there's like a a pulse that comes out on the floor and you can see it. And as long as it's kind of hitting you sort of like a rhythm game, it hits you and you attack or jump or whatever. And it it starts giving you like stat bonuses. Yeah. I've heard about this. It's pretty cool. It does sound completely differently. You know, I don't have any musical rhythm. Would I struggle with that, or is can you rely on the visual cues? You can look at the visual. I mean, I don't even like pay attention. I just, <laughs> I think I just start spamming all the abilities, <laughs> hoping that something I'm doing is on time with the beat. <laughs> what a- I don't know. Um, another really cool aspect of it is uh, all of your weapons and your Warframe have these modification slots. Um, so when you're going through the levels, and you, you'll 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 pick up cards, and the cards will have like plus 5% to weapon range or plus 5% to shield regeneration, you know, things like that. Uh, You can put them in the slots on your weapons or on your armor and it'll give you those bonuses. But what you can do is you can pick up um, this endo material and spend in-game credits to the ability so each the cards have little pips at the bottom and telling you like you can level this card up three times but some of them have like i think i picked up one for um aren't my shield it has like eight eight or nine pips on there yep. so you can get 500 percent um armor, uh, bonus and it's and it's like forever the cards don't you just have to level up the item to increase um card slots, i guess it's pretty cool. Cool. Yeah, I've been always interested. One thing I've noticed with Warframe, I've heard people talk about it for years now, and I understand it's changed quite drastically. I cannot yeah, imagine it's what supposed the... to go open world. Yeah, I heard. I heard that. Yeah, I can't actually imagine 
what it looks like and even googling it there are very few gameplay pictures like i just can't picture what the gameplay is and looks like it looks like destiny well if you were a third person yeah which is destiny is third person if you're the hunter sometimes. oh is it i don't even so- remember oh yeah because I, I forgot you um activate the scope i don't know i just imagine that i'm maybe i'm just always playing it with the scope up <laughs> no no it's, it is first person but when you're the hunter and you do your abilities it goes third person oh yeah it does the same for the warlock like very briefly for some dodge yeah. moves and it's third person in the hub worlds yeah um, so it looks like that but um uh, trying to think it's like it's a little bigger um maybe metal gear okay because you're you're up close to your person it's fairly large on the screen yeah and what does the what's the shoots like is it like destiny where they just soak up bullets or is it more like an action game where they'll die reasonably quickly the enemies uh the mobs like they'll die pretty easily but then there'll be like ones with extra shields or like a boss it's like destiny where the regular guys you can usually kill them in one or two hits and then there'll be a dude with extra shields or something that uh will ostensibly like maybe drop some better uh gear or mm-hmm. or points or something you can you can mow through stuff pretty it depends on your loadout um like I've been going through and doing, you can do a lot of the missions solo or you can just tell it to wait and then hopefully someone will join you. Yep. But as the people join, it just increases the amount of enemies. So it's as, as long as you're like level capped appropriately for the, not level capped, but as long as your level meets the recommended, you're fine. You can just yep. do everything solo. Um, That's good because I, I like that. I don't like Yeah, but you can just mow through people. No, yeah, you don't have to play. It's it's funner, I think, with other people. Um, you can, and what's nice is when you do that, you can definitely see the difference between the frames. Uh, and a lot of the abilities you have are meant for like a group. So it's like for your fire team. If it's just you, you you'll I mean, you'll get the bonuses, but you're benefiting more if there's other people yep. um, getting those bonuses too. Yeah, because I'm looking through screenshots, and it's all just characters is very very little gameplay <laughs> but what I, what I do i will say i like the art style and the character design it's a lot more unique um yeah it's like than other space sci-fi. ninjas versus or melted with like the guyver it's really cool uh yeah I, I can agree with that i didn't um it's free to play and i just picked it up now because i'd always see it and every time i click on the little trailer on the um, psn it shows you like a cutscene that does no gameplay in it, so you couldn't tell what it was. I thought it was going to be like a team-based uh, um, MOBA or something. I don't, I don't like those kind of games, but this yeah, you yeah. can play by yourself or you know with with a couple of friends, and it's fine. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, it's it, uh, people I think saying was a little obtuse, like trying to get into it, but I don't know. I didn't think that any of the systems were like terribly obscure um it has stuff in there's tutorials you can click on i think people maybe just weren't um taking the time to do that because it does you have to sit there and you know click uh l3 or r3 to pull up the tutorial menu and it's not the best at explaining it um (laughs) i think it's approved you'll probably come in at a time where the game's maybe uh, yeah yeah i think there's there's been enough time that they've um maybe put in uh 
the those visual aids and then um i think it's i want to say it's uh, michael pren on twitter uh he's been helping people out uh, oh, cool. just as far as like advice um and he has a clan up and so that, oh, nice. that's kind of cool good job and also reiterate what the twin humanity said they're, they're, they're open to questions and if you need help they're willing to give advice and tips from their experience yeah. recently um yeah same here um i'm you know i'm not the greatest at it but i figured out most of the systems so if anyone you know well, wants some help or wants cool. to play you know let me know nice um, i thought about it it's just there a stack of games i need to pay the play that i've paid for so <laughs> yeah yeah this is this is up there but it was free you know it wasn't any didn't matter if, if i didn't like it i could just delete it that's true <laughs> but it's actually like one of my favorite games this year uh, oh, that cool. i played recently nice well how does that compare with destiny 2 uh i can't tell <laughs> I, <laughs> I think there's more right now. Anyway, there's more longevity within uh, Warframe. There's more for me to do. Um, oh, interesting. Destiny Two. Until the updates come in, uh, there's you know there's the patrols and some strikes, but it caps at level twenty right now. You know the support will, will, get, will get there eventually, but I'm almost. Um, I think the, the campaign is maybe twenty hours, and that's probably you know being a little generous i'm okay with that <laughs> i'm okay yeah i mean it's it's still you know that's not like a little bit of time but you know if i'm throwing 60 dollars down sure. <laughs> i want to make sure that i'm getting my money's worth fair enough whereas warframe i didn't put any money down other than like the to buy the one frame and um, i'm having probably more fun playing that oh interesting so, so who knows <laughs> Because, yeah, I've heard good thing. We'll get into some Destiny chat later from our um, our friends of the show. Um, yeah, I've been tempted to pick up Destiny because it does look like fun. And Destiny 1 was fun for what it was. But I just don't, I don't, I don't personally get into the redoing of missions with people thing. Just because of time. Yeah. Um, give, uh, download Warframe you know give it like 30 minutes you'll you'll know right away if you want to stick around for the long haul because it doesn't you know utterly change as you're playing yeah oh, i'd be as i said i've been tempted but again i've got games i've paid money for that haven't been finished yet so i should finish them before i play a free game <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. but i have been tempted um how, how far have you gotten to destiny 2 um i am level 17 so i'm close to the end i think at least of the campaign yeah pick and i haven't been playing i've just been putting a couple hours here and there uh there was some problems with the i don't know if it was the on the um destiny side or something wrong with psn but i was like locked out um of being showing online for i don't know it was the 12 13 hours before i could get it to work again Oh, it just it would let me um I could go to the PSN store, I could watch um Netflix or anything, but it, it was saying I was offline, so when I tried to play Destiny, it just wouldn't let me join. Well, oh, weird. Since it's, you know, perpetual online. But they fixed it, I guess. So yeah, it's it's fun. I mean it's it's more of the same if you liked 
Destiny 1, I'm sure people will get on with number 2. Yep, cool. Um, well, uh, quickly, I'll cover Final Fantasy XV Assassin's Creed. Um, when I, when Brian actually saw this in the show notes, he he thought I was being I was joking, uh, but it's actually <laughs> it looked like a joke. Even the screenshots, uh, it's actually a thing, and I actually think it's kind of cool. <laughs> um, I haven't, to be honest, I haven't played much of the actual story in it, but basically, what it is, um, Assassin's Creed is a game within the Final Fantasy fifteen world now, <laughs> and they have a I guess a a convention for it uh i can't remember the name of the city it's the, the city that you go to that's kind of up on the hill with the uh the ladies run run the town they run like the power the, oh, power the one that's the power plant yeah, yeah i don't know yeah, the yeah. name of it but i know which one uh, it's kind of like one of the main cities you go to mm-hmm. wait it's the only city you go to isn't it oh no you go uh, in the no, early game another city in the early game yeah, yeah in the in, later in the games you go to the other country with the big big um venice type city yeah um, <laughs> the gondolas yeah um but yeah it's up there and basically the whole place just gets reskinned with assassin's creed themes and everyone's walking around in assassin gear <laughs> and you get given assassin's gear for your your, your squad <laughs> um, yeah uh, i mean that makes way more sense because you wouldn't find an assassin if you were dressed like everybody else <laughs> yeah um but basically it's just a festival like a gaming expo yeah. just for assassin's creed built into the final fantasy world and i know it's a little bit odd and a little bit of a sellout in some ways but it was just kind of odd enough to make it kind of fun and mm. it's kind of interesting to me how they're using the world of final fantasy 15 like it's such a pretty world and there's a lot of there there's also a lot empty so it's kind of fun they're adding things like this in um yeah did you, did you play the the chocobo festival no that's available now too and i never got around to it like i've been trying to finish one of the games i've been trying to finish yeah I'm up, I'm up to the point where i got to play as gladio and actually i wish i played gladio the whole time the combat i actually i don't mind the combat in 15 but i actually like prefer the gladio's combat and how it changes um mm, I, I still haven't checked that out. i i have that and i have um episode prompto i just i don't know i think i needed space so i deleted it because final fantasy 15 is huge huge yeah yeah i need it that's probably why i need to finish it some concept to delete things I, I haven't actually played episode <laughs> gladio i've been playing the section of the main game where you play get to play as gladio it's in like chapter 13 the updated version of chapter 13 oh yeah i just i don't know i beat it the first time and then i'm on new game plus but it didn't change anything like they didn't make it any harder so it's kind oh, okay. of a wash for the first half of the game because you're i'm like level 60 something and everything's yeah. level 12 yeah <laughs> it's dumb yeah um so i'm up i'm near i'm near in game but then yeah they saw this uh assassin's creed and so i haven't done a whole lot there's just like some mini games you can do um it starts off like you're driving in the car um and knock noctus and prompto are getting super excited about and you're going through that big tunnel leading to the town and there's like banners and stuff advertising it and they're getting really excited oh we're going to the assassin's creed festival um, and like <laughs> gladio's like why are you so excited about it and they're like it's the best game ever <laughs> um and that yeah they're super hyped um geeking out about it this is real cheesy but also um oh maybe maybe the very first thing is that you 
yeah, you actually knocked us on top of a tower and you do the leap of faith. And then it has mm-hmm. it has your very, very classic follow this person mission that Assassin's Creed likes to do. <laughs> and so you're following someone through it and then you get right up to them. And oh you get to okay, say to go to assassinate someone, um, one of the robots guards that are around. And as you go to do it, it um it cuts back and then it cuts to the cut like just like two days earlier or something like that. Your classic thing that all tv shows and games do these days is <laughs> <laughs> um and so now we're in the actual festival so i don't know how it where and how or how it gets to the story beat of uh. following the person but at this stage it's just a festival and yeah there's little mini games where you can fight stuff um and yeah everything's assassin's creed themed yeah i think i not much more else to say about it yet. I was trying to get to it last yeah. night to play more of it, but to see what actually happens with it. But I don't know. I, I kind of dig it. I kind of like that they're doing things like this and that companies yeah. have been a bit more brave at sharing their IPs with, with other mm. developers. Yeah, there was. Oh, I guess speaking of sharing IPs, um, there was a, a small little ad I saw. Uh, it's almost tweeting it around, but it was um, Warframe and they had used assets um i guess it was Cade or something uh in in warframe so that they're at, it shows a picture of the um the warframe on their ship and they're at the little crafting table and Cade's sitting there and i think the little it's like um not a subtitle but the the comment on it is um oh destiny i heard you guys lost your weapons we got your weapons for you so they were you know just kind of not not poking fun at them, but just kind of having fun um, with the Destiny 2 launch. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Was that in-game, was it? Uh, no, I think it was oh, just a, a, a tweet that the um, uh, developers okay. from Warframe made. Just a little picture. Oh, yeah, cool. Uh, <laughs> it is, yeah. I don't know, just fun stuff. Yeah, no, it is good. I like that kind of banter and, and, and willing to share stuff between studios. Um Oh, well, I guess that leads me on to my next game. <laughs> um, Mario plus plus rabbits. Mm. <laughs> it's good. It's really good. Yeah, this, this is on the Switch, right? Yes, this is on the Switch. Okay. Uh, uh, it, it's very bright and colorful. One thing I did notice when um, Odin got to it before I did, um, he got to play it, and I picked up his, he, it was still on, because uh, you know it was suspended and so i turned it on and odin had been playing and i so i kind of did one of his his halfway through a fight i think i finished it off for him um it looks real bright and colorful very mario 3d mario looking but then it had this i felt like this was weird kind of slight haze over it over the, the graphics and i've got used to it and i don't notice it now but when i first started i really did notice it i don't know what it was that it's, I guess it's because Ubisoft have made it, and it, maybe it has a slight, yeah, just kind of different hue to it than than a Nintendo game would. But otherwise, it does. The actual graphics do look very Nintendo. Um, the gameplay is fun. Like, there's three types of attack you can do with Mario. Uh, you can, so you in your movement, you can choose to power. You can click on an enemy if you're if they're in your within your movement uh, sphere or area. You can click on them 
move the cursor onto them and click on them and it, and as you and then it'll give you a chance to move somewhere else away from them and you can power mm-hmm. slide and that when you've clicked on them and then you activate it you power slide the enemies and it does a small amount of damage and you can move on so that's one way of doing damage uh mario can then obviously you can then shoot with your your funny your fancy guns uh, you also can jump, use your other heroes to, so you only can move so far. So every, every, every character has a slight different movie, movement stat. And so, so is it, this is turn-based, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's sorry. It's XCOM. It's like XCOM. It's okay. So, is it, so it's on a grid or they just have like paths that they can move? It's, it, it's, it, you don't see the grid, but yes, it is square based. Um, okay. Uh, very square based. I was trying to imagine it. Yeah, my bad. Um, I'm bad at describing games, hence I do a gaming podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, and so what? So you you can only move so far. Um, but if your hero is in front of another hero in your squad's in front of you, you can move to them and click on them, much like the power sliding on the inner enemies. Um, but it gives you uh, they can spring you further into the map, so you can go a further distance. Uh, so you can, if you if you plan carefully, you can cover ground quite quickly, uh, using your heroes to kind of, uh, I guess, frog frog leap over them and go for the distance. Mario unlocks an ability where he can let and then land on enemies and then spring off the enemy and do damage on the enemy. And it is super satisfying combining all three of, of ways Mario can attack. You can power slide. You can then bounce off one of your friends land on another enemy you can't land on the same enemy you've power slid though you that's one thing but you can land on a different enemy bounce off them and then shoot them uh it's really cool <laughs> like being able to make that work is a lot of fun it's really simple because mm. you only have three guys in your squad but the difference in them is is good because then you have rabid peach uh she can unlock an ability where she can power slide twice in one 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 movement so she can power slide two enemies. Uh, then you've got uh, Luigi, who has very low health, but he has the, he starts with a vacuum cleaner from like um, you know what's Luigi's, Luigi's mansion? mansion? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's more of a sniper character, so he can shoot an extra five uh, squares compared to everyone else. I think it is. Mm-hmm. And his weapons, uh, when you upgrade them, I do a lot more damage sooner than everyone else. But he has very low health. But to help with it, so he you keep him back, but then... Yeah, you keep him in the back, and then he just covers people. Yeah, but you might then lose... He might be too far back, but then he unlocks an ability that he can bounce off two heroes, so then he can cover ground very quickly if you stagger your heroes correctly. Because he can mm. like spring off one, then off another one, and then end up where you want him. So he he's also, he's um I guess, very mobile in that sense. Oh, and also um, in, in uh, XCOM, it's called, I think it's called Overwatch. It's an ability where um, some of your heroes can, if enemies move in their line of sight, you get like a free yeah, shot. Yeah, they'll get a free shot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Luigi and Mario have that ability as well. Um, so, and you can actually trigger that in your turn as well, which is very cool. So... You can set up, you can get Mario, he can do his power slide, he can do his bounce off an enemy's head, he can then shoot. You you click on Overwatch, it's not called Overwatch, but you know what I mean. <laughs> um, yeah. Then you get 
uh, say, uh, Rabid uh, Peach with her gun has uh, a, a potential effect of bounce. Uh, she has multi, there's multiple guns. You can change the, 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 I guess it's the element, but it's not an element. It's the equivalent in this game. Uh, and what one of them's bounce. What it does, it has a chance, a thirty percent chance. I think in the gun I've got now, that the enemy will get knocked back. There is actually a knockback one, or, or get yeah bounced out of there where they are. And so if you actually manage to knock them out of their 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 perch or wherever they are, that counts as them moving. And so then Mario can get a free hit on them moving. Um, and it's quite okay. di- yeah, it's quite dynamic as it's well. Build up like a combo or something. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, too uh, bad he can't uh, possess people with his hat, then he can teleport around. And <laughs> <laughs> make a game too easy. Um, yeah, but I, I just really like that, and I like that it's um, the action of that as live. So, yeah, Peach might bump, bounce, bounce them, and they'll get knocked back, and then and their little character, little sprites, bouncing around. And as the bouncing mid-air, that's it, and it'll like slow down and Mario will flick the camera will then flick to Mario's perspective and he'll like boo and blast them and then they'll get hit <laughs> mid-air. Like they they won't just they won't wait for them to land and then shoot them, it'll actually happen in the same animation. And I actually really dig that. Like it's it's quite slick. And yeah, you can more dynamic. That's that sounds cool. Yeah. Um and yeah, it's it's basically it's got your classic four worlds like it's got um i've only done the first world which is kind of your classic mario entry levels where it's all like grassy type stuff um and then there's definitely a desert one i think there's a fire castle one and i can't i think maybe an ice one or something because you can go to a hub world and you can you can see the entrances to them and they change their theme or, or or flavor but you can't get you they're blocked. You can you have to do the first one to unlock the ability to do the next ones. Uh, no, what, I mean that makes sense, I guess. Yeah, uh, the the actual fight area a part of the map and the world. So basically, you just kind of it's very it's sort of linear. There's slight detours where you can find secrets and work out puzzles to 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 find uh, collectibles. Uh, but the actual maps where you fight and stages you fight are just in that same in that in that same path. But you'll walk, it'll, it'll, you'll know it's a fight because there'll be like flags, there'll be like a gate. It usually broadens out and gets wider than the usual linear path. And then a fight will start. And then once you've done that fight, you can keep walking backwards and forward through that area. Uh, it's part of the level. Um, and once I finished the boss, I fought, I fought uh, Rabid Kong. Which was kind of fun. <laughs> Some huge rabbit. Yeah, it was there, yeah, and he had the King Kong, uh, Donkey Kong uh, tie on, uh, but it was like a giant rabbit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he was the boss of this area, and once you've done it, the, the you unlock an ability to move blocks um, at the end of that first world, and you can go back through the world and interact with more things and find more secrets. And once you've done the world, there are challenges that open up throughout the world. So I'm actually going back through world one a second time, just exploring and unlocking all the unlockables. And the challenges are like little toads like offering them, like like little flag waving, and they, they offer you current um, in-game skill points mm-hmm. uh, for, uh, yeah, for beating the challenge. And this is where... I guess the puzzle element of the combat, trying to do as much damage as quick as possible by using all these different abilities your heroes have. 
uh like one of those okay, like, so like defeat the challenges or whatever yeah so it's like defeating 14 enemies within two turns or so like, or in three turns or something or, <laughs> oh man yeah it sounds like a puzzle and so yeah you're trying to combo as many and like you don't want to waste any of your abilities at any point uh because yeah and, and i really dig that it's a lot of fun trying to work out um some of the enemies are really cool there's like a smashing uh rabid one he's like a giant big fat one he has a big basically just a big cement block like a big purple cement block thing that he he whacks you with um and he's he's just enraged like he's like a berserker so if you shoot him even in the, your turn he will just start running at you but he only can go like three or four squares so there's this thing where you can, I, I, what I try and do is I'll try and position uh, heroes on either side of them and kind of um, ping pong them between the two <laughs> because he'll start running towards one and if, and if you time it right and get the distancing right, he won't actually be able to attack because if he gets to you, he will attack and get a free attack at your turn. And yes, but you, so you can pull him and then you can pull him back the other way to try and avoid getting hurt and keeping them as far away as possible from you by by using that and so uh, yeah so so far there's some really clever enemies and how they move and, and interact um yeah it's really good it's a lot of fun um yeah it sounds pretty fun it's 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 it's, it's the the combat's very satisfying uh xcom was one of the games that helped me break out of my dark dark souls itis I got it free with PlayStation <laughs> Plus, and I hadn't actually been able to play a game to any kind of level after Dark Souls 1 for a long time. But I, I chucked on XCOM, and I really got into it, and I really liked it. Yeah. Just that, that kind of thinking about what you're doing, the strategy behind it, I really mm-hmm. got into. Um, so that's and, a completely different type of game, which I think helps. Yes, you're right. Um, and... Yeah, this this is very simple because it's only got three player, three characters on your team, but it has that same kind of feel where you're kind of enjoying. It's not necessarily hard at times, but I'm enjoying trying to do it as efficiently as possible, um, rather than just trying to get through a level. I'm trying to be as efficient as possible, and that's really fun. Trying to kind of outdo myself. Um, yeah, I recommend it. Yeah. The, I mean, the, it, that sounds like it has some pretty decent replayability. Yep. Uh, and there's also a co-op mode um, in the kind of um, Toad Kingdom by the castle there. You go back to the hub world and you can run around and there's like the rabbits are like the good rabbits um, uh, just building like different things. And so they unlock throughout the game so far. And one of them is like a battle arena and you can practice and you can play co-op um so you have uh we've done one round and so basically it's uh you have two character two heroes each um and you just you're both working against a common enemy um yeah it's really good um i even i can can kind of stand rabbits now <laughs> yeah i remember when they they were pretty big when um the, i guess the first we when we when we came out you see i recognize them but i didn't really and i've learned since mm. learned there's very few games they're not actually been in much they're, yeah they're well that actually... was like their launch title they're from rayman or something yeah that's right they, they, they were there was a tie-in wasn't there yeah i someone me but yeah they 
well actually i bought a game for three dollars while i was on holiday i found it a lot of store while we're away they had three dollars like a playstation camera game mm-hmm. rabbits rabbits game because it was three oh, bucks okay. three bucks i bought it so i'm yet to try that i bet it's terrible yeah, but... i think that's like a shooter or something yeah it's just like one of these uh camera party games where you just dance around in front of the camera and the rabbits do stuff and <laughs> um yeah yeah i think they're like the minions of nintendo well ubisoft but i guess they've mostly been on they've mostly been on nintendo i guess while the sega for rayman yeah well and playstation 4 with this camera game but yeah i don't think it's a very good game (laughs) they're all over the place yeah anyway the minions Um, of video games the girl me i when i the game was out i liked before the game was out i liked the look of it but I wasn't keen on the rabbits. I'm kind of more into the rabbits now. <laughs> um, yeah. They're kind of fun. Um, oh, oh, yeah. I'm, I don't, I'm curious to see what the next characters are. I'm pretty sure there's a, a rabbit Yoshi. I think that would be kind of fun. <laughs> um, yeah, that'll be neat when you get further in. And I guess maybe other bosses will unlock their abilities and different things for the maps. Yeah, um, you. What one of the one point to note as you're running around, your cursor when you're in battle is actually a little robot. Um, it's a little like uh, like a little. It looks like a, a Roomba, one of those you know those automatic vacuums. <laughs> uh, you know the little vacuums that go around your house. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, it's like one of them, but it's slightly more curved, and yeah, it talks a bit more. Um, and, a yeah. bit more, yeah. I don't think the ones in the the vacuum ones don't talk. My one does. My one does. <laughs> oh, does it? It's uh, kid, maybe, maybe they got more fancy. The, um, the my kids changed it in Japanese though, so it's like really politely saying like, "Please empty the the, the, the catchment." <laughs> oh, okay. In, in Japanese. <laughs> um, yeah. The kids played the Aria. My daughter played with all the buttons and I, she changed the Japanese. I don't know how to change it back. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's the basic premise of the story is it's this uh, scientist lady at the start who you don't really get to see. She's like an inventor and she she's created little, this Roomba robot character. But her, her main invention, and it's kind of like her assistant, AI assistant, and she's created this um gadget this tool that can uh, morph two things together um and just as she's kind of got it successfully got it working i don't know the ra- uh teleporter with rabbits appear i couldn't work out how that worked or why it worked or why it happened just then and they managed they like stuffed up the machine and it fused with one of the rabbits and so now this rabbit every time it looks at something it gets fused and that's why. <laughs> so it's basically running around yeah, Mushroom, King, like, Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah, every time it's running around Mushroom Kingdom, it's it like it. That's why you're getting all these weird hybrids. So it looked at I, one of the mini bosses was the piranha plants. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked at it and a rabbit, and it became a rabbit piranha plant. Um, and so it's creating all this chaos in the Mushroom Kingdom. But you got warped in there. Uh, the robot, little robot assistant AI thing got warped in there. I don't know what happened with the lady. I think she got warped somewhere else. 
She's or, in another castle. Maybe. But it, it, <laughs> I think you get emails from someone, and I think it's from this lady, the the, the inventor lady, mm-hmm. um, who she's guiding and helping and, and sending information to help you. But yeah, you're being warped into the game world. It's 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 a little vague how it works. I don't think that matters. It's more the gameplay that's interesting. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're running. You're actually playing as the robot. You're not playing as Mario. Um, okay, so you're just controlling the well, you, the action via robot. Well, yeah, as you're running around the the world you're actually controlling the robot, which it throws me yeah. off because I'm, I'm looking at Mario because he's just, this is tiny little Roomba running around the vacuum out the, the coins as you run around the, the map. So I'm and Mario's at the front of my party. And so you have your party, your three characters running behind it in a line, like your old RPGs do. And I, and I'll, I'll run and try and line up Mario with something to select it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the little Roomba guy. Yeah, and so that's throwing me off. I've got used to it now, but for the first three, two or three hours, it kind of was, I kept trying to line Mario up. And there's a few um, puzzles that are speed, like a time, you've got to be quick. And so it threw me off. I, I failed a couple of times because I'd like run past where I needed to click A because I was aiming Mario to that point, not the, the Roomba. Um so that's a little odd and yeah then in the battles the the little robot is kind of the one that you're moving around to say where your characters are moving to when you're actually in the combat yeah i don't know if i've mentioned that when you're outside of the the combat it's just like an open world 3d game that you're just running around Mm -hmm. there's no jumping though so it's not like a not a proper mario 3d game yeah it's just like the the map but yeah more fleshed out yeah, it's all in a 3D, the full same 3D engine that the the actual yeah, levels are in, in battle is doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's good. It's really good. I think that, that that's it. That's it for the games I've played. You got anything else? Uh, yeah, I can talk just briefly. Um, I was playing Dreadnought. So that's another uh, free-to-play free to play. game. Yep. And that one's... Uh, space uh space battles you're well you're a you're a dreadnought so you're a large class um vessel yep and you're tasked with like defending usually defending like a base station but sometimes you're on a planet too and you'll you'll be uh attacking a like a base or stopping this other armada from attacking the base but um as it's it's like again it's that persistent um multiplayer but this always like there's always people playing so it just spawns in uh like two other people so it's like three on whatever like the the enemies aren't going to be just three ships it's usually more yep. <laughs> so you'll 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 fight a giant uh, group of ships but um is it pvp or is it pve both i think you can do the um pvp stuff i that's all i, think I tried about. that and i just got smashed so i did the pve is way more fun for, for me um yeah i think i'd be more interested in that i've only heard about the pvp um, yeah i mean the way it plays is the same either way you know you're not a um like a super fast ship you're like a slow Juggernaut. dreadnought so <laughs> you'll uh you know the turn radius everything's really slow but 
it's more tactical because you have to um, maneuver like the broadsides of your um, your ship to a lot of the bigger cannons are on the side of the ship. You'll have some like missile launchers or point defense lasers um, from the front, but a lot of your big weapons are on the side, so you kind of got to turn to broadside stuff. Uh, uh, so it's and then what's flag in space? Yeah, <laughs> um, but the hard part is it's it's that three sixty you know sphere. So other you know some of the ships have a little bit faster boost, or they're um, there's like the dreadnought, and then there's one that's a basically it's a giant cannon ship. So that one you you have to keep back. So whoever's playing that doesn't want to be in like in the middle of the fight because they get hit two or three times and explode. Yeah. Uh, but they're you know a giant cannon, so you point at whatever the ships and you'll deal like tons of damage. Um, and then there's a I think there's a, there's a there's a couple other classes I only played it, um, two or three of them. I found out I was having the most fun. There's a healing ship, so your job is just to like heal whatever the main attacker is or uh, of your group, um, and then you have some offensive capabilities but it's very minimal uh but doing that i think the couple missions i was playing uh for some reason because you can see the loadouts of other people when you're you know uh in like the before the mission starts you can see what everyone's picking so you can try to plan accordingly so one dude picked like the giant destroyer and then i picked the healing and then the other person also picked the healing ship so the whole time we're just healing the one guy and like he had to do all the damage but it's a whole fleet attacking us so it was, <laughs> it was pretty ridiculous i think we won barely um but yeah I've heard, something cool though is yeah go ahead i've heard um someone talking about that yeah the one of the tactics you see in pvp is that you'll get yeah one of these attacking ships and they'll just have a healer sitting behind them and you'll never be able to take out the attacking ship unless yeah you have to kill the healer because they they heal their their ability is like so strong. Yeah, and so what he did, he turned to go at, at, to attack the healing ship. When the, and then he realized that healing ship was being healed by another healing ship. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like healing inception. It's like yeah, not gonna happen. Um, but yeah, but what's cool about it is when you die, you don't get out of the map. What happens is you can respawn as a um, a small fighter or a bomber. Oh, cool. And you'll just do like strafing runs and try to like, I don't know, it's it's like a bee attacking, you know, a, a dog or something. It's, it's not doing a whole lot of damage, but you can try to draw fire, I guess. Um, I tried to pick the bomber, but that was super hard. I'm just, I don't know, uh, the way you have to aim is weird because the bomb drops from the bottom of the ship. Yep. And I don't, I mean, maybe I just wasn't used to the targeting, but I'd fly over and drop the bomb, but I'd always drop it like either way too early or way too late, just like wasting it. And it takes 15, 20 seconds to, for that skill uh, to like reload. Yeah. And and so by that time, you got to fly all the way back around and try to make another, you know, bombing run. Um, I don't know. It was a lot of fun. I I played it for like an hour or two, just having fun with like the, um, just little skirmishes. It's easy to just jump in and do a couple matches. I only had, you know, 45 minutes. You can you can do that and then not feel like you're um, stuck playing for the longer or, you know, uh, you can just drop out of a match and not have to worry about messing up a, someone else's queue. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it, was pretty, it was pretty good. I was playing um, 
don't even know the name of the game now. Uh, Edge of the Pie, or I don't know, can't think of it. Uh, it's another space sim, but that one wasn't um, free to play. Yeah. Well, this wow, is, I don't remember the name of it. This is this is why <laughs> it was I want, hard. This is why I want to have like a five terabyte hard drive because I, I yeah would, to, to put this stuff on. Because I've got a one terabyte, but I'm just constantly I'm still having to delete stuff regularly. Um, it's partly because yeah. I refuse to delete Dark Souls two and three and Blood. Yeah, Blood. I know I have them sitting <laughs> on my and Bloodborne. It just eats up a big chunk of the drive. Um, um, and then I've got yeah, like that's what it is. Dan- dangerous Elite. Oh yeah, yeah. no, Elite Dangerous. Elite Dangerous. Yep, yep. Yeah. So I I bought that and I played it for like I don't know four or five hours. Uh, it's fun. But it's a lot of aimless, like flying Float, around, floating, yeah. And this uh, I mean, I can see how that's kind of appealing, but it takes so minute. Like if you're if you're flying in space and you want to like land on a planet, it takes like twenty minutes. You know, maybe maybe that's a little bit like maybe ten. It takes a long time to go from the space into the atmosphere and land. Like yeah. minutes of flying and nothing's happening. You're just trying to fly to the planet, but it's it's life size compared to your ship, basically. So it just takes a long time. And I um I don't know. I my depth perception's bad, so <laughs> I try to like dock in the stations. And I just kept crashing. But when you crash or bump the station, uh, it finds you, and you don't have a lot of money to start. So I ended up like losing almost all my starting money because uh, I kept crashing into things. So it was, you know, maybe I just wasn't cut out for that game. I um, need to get some space insurance. Like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I wanted to do some like dog fights. You can engage in that part of it, but I think a lot of it's um, more economics. Yeah. So you're doing a lot of trading, and you could be a pirate or whatever. Um, I wanted that part of the game, so I think I uh, I just on a on a whim downloaded uh, Dreadnought instead, and that's. That's what I wanted. I just wanted to do space battles, I guess. Just straight battles, yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. It seems cool. And as I say, if I had like a five tier by hard drive, I would have Warframe and I'd have the games like this on it just so I could just give it a go and try it whenever I want to. But Yeah, and I guess that's what's nice is both the um, Xbox One and the PS4 now support um, external hard drives. So you could, you know, fund, oh, yeah. uh, funds uh, dependent, you can buy... Uh, an external hard drive and then you know toss a couple or really just put bloodborne and all the souls games on that and then just plug it in when you're you know want to get back into the game but you can have a rotating thing on your regular hard drive yeah i should do that thanks for being smarter than me (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i'm always here for <laughs> Keep me in line. Um, yeah, I guess that's the games we've been playing. It's been a good yep. variety, actually. Uh, we'll wrap, wrap things up if you're happy with some listener friends of the show feedback. Yeah, it's, you uh, get on to it. What we um, got? Um, if we just alternate, I'll take the first one. Are you, you've got the show notes up, I assume. Yep. Yep. Uh, I'll take the first one, and you just would switch off. Uh, this is from a new time listener. Uh, have don't recognize this name. It's good to to hear from you. Thanks for uh, checking out the show. I appreciate it. Uh, this is Cliff Goldsmith. I am truly enjoying Destiny Two. They have for me improved on the game in so many ways. The story is great, and the quest 
and the quest finding and tracking is miles better. You can now see public events. You have a map. That was all caps. And then like the rock on emoji twice. Double <laughs> uh, you have a map. The game is wonderful, but they have totally stuffed on shaders as a sh- shaders as a shader whore. I find I've very gutted. They their shaders are now consumable items that are one use only. I can no longer just keep changing my guardian's color all the time, which sucks super bad. That is bad. I, yeah, I've, I've heard I, uh, rumblings. I can agree with that. Yeah, I've heard um, rumblings that the shader system's bad, but I don't, I don't actually know what the system was until I just read that now. Yeah, because before you could just equip or de-equip uh, the shaders you picked up or, you know, if you paid for them. But in this one, you don't even get shader packs. Like, you'll get one from the uh, silver silver vendor, the Ever, Ever vendor. um you'll get some gifted at like i don't know the 10 hour point (laughs) it's really halfway through the game she'll give you a pack of five which you know you can change one set of armor into blue i think or whatever i think you can pick a couple different ones what there's only one one. you only get to pick one piece of the gear to shade uh well yeah you'll you'll get a pack of shaders and you have to put it on each piece i think I didn't use it, I don't know. But that I'm pretty sucks. sure it's independently. If you've got to get five blues to look blue, that's kind of dumb. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they well, at least that back you'll, you'll give. Oh, you get five. She gives you that, and then she gives you another five. But when you get them organically, I don't know if you get the whole set. Yeah. It, it does sound stupid, and it, yeah, to idea. I don't know. But, I don't really care about the fashion in this game, so it didn't really matter to me. But I know um, a lot of people. A lot do, of people. Though. That's the big. Yeah, no, yeah. it is. They want their swishy capes and whatever. And so I, yeah, I can see. I can agree with that. I guess in sentiment. Yeah, I, I though with all the grinding that you have to do in Destiny, you might it might be okay in the long run. You might get tons of them, and <laughs> so it won't matter. This uh, I think people were saying that yeah, once you hit level twenty, doing the strikes, you just pick up gear like it's candy. Yeah, well, that, that's good and, at least. And, and Grimms, I guess. Because that was similar with Destiny 1. Uh, vanilla, is, you couldn't even do half the stuff early game. It was like way in before you could start changing your color and stuff. Um, do you want to take the next one? Uh, sure. Um, this is from Michael Pren. So we spoke about him a little bit earlier. At Michael underscore Pren on twitter he says uh, destiny 2 leans into bungie's bombastic style even more to its betterment i'm really enjoying some of the big set piece moments it remains to be seen what later game content is like hopefully they can spice it up a bit more than in number one if not i always have Warframe. <laughs> there you go yeah heartily agreed uh there michael um warframe is very uh that that's heavily oriented on style for sure. Yeah, yeah, and I like how Warframe is very out of this world. It seems very different than other things. Destiny, some of the style is cool, but it is it's it's very just sci-fi at the same time. Like it's very, yeah, yeah. I don't want to say generic, but it, 
feels a little bit more. I don't know. It's its own thing, I guess. It, it, yeah. It doesn't feel like so far out there from anything else. Uh, it's Warframe familiar. Certainly, certainly does. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it has a um, you know a, a, a oriental bent to the um, aesthetics, I guess. Yeah, maybe it's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, from the Lord of Likes at Night Twitten. I am. Oh, sorry. The question I asked was, who's playing Destiny? <laughs> <laughs> and he is. Uh, it is excellent. It's like Destiny 1, but streamlined for positive experiences. Shader system aside. <laughs> I, I laughed, I cried, I got a ton of loot, and I can't wait to get more. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm glad that people are digging it. Really glad. All right, next one. This is Dark J at Playwolf. Um, playing it, so Destiny 2. Um, very much enjoying it, and there are many quality of life buffs. Some set pieces are jaw-dropping. Very impressed. I don't like the shader change, but information trickles out makes it sound less terrible or less horrible than first feared feels like the only significant misstep so yeah more more shader i guess flack on the shaders (laughs) yep uh and from another new listener uh jeremy greer uh i'm glad i don't listen to any general gaming casts anymore besides dark insight podcast thanks for listening jeremy we appreciate it uh, so I don't have to hear that here in this Destiny 2 chat. Yes, there was a lot of Destiny 1 talk. And then uh, Christian Baha responded. I just thought this was funny, so I chucked in one response. You'll also mm-hmm. be spared the endless uh, PUBG chat. Uh, Player Unknown Battlegrounds chat. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I'm pretty sure everybody is talking about that game except us. That may change when it comes out on Xbox, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is coming out pretty soon, I think. Yeah. Oh, uh, and then we have... Um, well, I'm trying, to, I'm trying not to butcher it. Um, Lachlan yes, McDonald? Lachlan. Yep, Lachlan. Uh, Lachlan. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not play Destiny 1 because the beta was very bad, but Destiny 2 is very fun so far. Reminds me of Halo 2 with progression uh yeah i mean i can agree with that i i played destiny one um i I don't know what did i i didn't play too much of it i i think i bounced off maybe around level 20 um but then i came back eventually because i heard that it was a bit more story with um the taken king and rise of iron and I, i was playing this like pretty much by myself like anyone to do the strikes with and the the system in the first one's just tough and i i would try to join um some of the missions and it would just sit there for like 10 15 minutes and not you know nobody was joining um so i don't know if i had it set wrong or what was going on but uh, it yep. was like That's impossible right. to do any of the uh big group missions yep um but that's My not been experience. the case with number two you can just do you can just hop in whenever, and I've already done like, oh, I did one strike so far, and it, it I don't know, it took like 20 minutes easily, probably a little bit longer. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I'm I'm really enjoying it, and uh, I'm enjoying number two way more than I, I did uh, part one, and what's nice is there's a, a large community of um, our, our people that are 
originally, I guess, Souls fans playing uh, Destiny 2. So that's good. Yeah. I, I may pick it up when it drops on price a bit, when I've kind of cleared some of my other games. But you know. Yeah, it's a little bit of a steep price for something you know is going to not progress past the, the first few hours, you know, without any of the add-on yet. Yeah, um, and... Yeah, I'm I'm trying to avoid the hype and the excitement because I, I was tempted a few times because here by just buying the kind of standard edition, you got the little um, hunter, um, mm-hmm. the NPC guy figure. And I kind of wanted to Oh, um, Cade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Cade. I'm bad with names. Um, but yeah. That's something... the only one I know. <laughs> I know the all from Firefly, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I, I have no idea. I, I mean, I know Nathan... Cade is. I thought Nathan, the... Nathan Fillion. Yeah, I thought the isn't the lady the the warlock uh, NPC. She's isn't she? Isn't she the one from Suits and from Firefly? Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, doesn't could be. doesn't matter. I'm not uh, familiar enough with the with no. the background of it. Um, I mean, they're all good. They're good. It's good voice acting. I, I like the new. Um, yes, it is. I don't know what her name is either, but uh, it's done really well. Aside from some weird glitches with her falcon where it like starts vibrating <laughs> when you're in the like the store segment of it yeah it's pretty funny uh well just that's a quick question uh does the game start where the the demo the beta did is that where it all kicks off or is there additional yeah you, you know? have to redo um the beta the beta okay and i i mean it was fun but I kind of wanted to, I wish you could skip that if you'd already played it. Like, I think it should have recognized you did it and just let you have, have done it. Cause it takes like 30 minutes. Yeah, that's fair enough. Cool. But yeah, I mean, it, it gets moving pretty quick. It's what's nice is the whole time you're playing, it's you're involved with the story, like all the missions, everything you're doing uh, has story dialogue you know it's not super heavy but it's there it's more it's more present than it ever was in the first game yeah that's good um yeah that's the destiny chat done jeremy sorry (laughs) (laughs) next week when cliff's on there'll be more of it but that's fine because he's enjoying it and we want to celebrate the games we enjoy well i think that wraps us up dave um thanks for jumping on again it's been great to yeah. chat with you. Yeah, same here. Uh, invite me out anytime or help out or help anytime. Awesome. <laughs> Whatever well, you guys need. We really appreciate it. We have a great little community that are willing to support us and help us. And, and as hosts, I still appreciate sure I speak for all of us. We do appreciate it because we do this because we enjoy games. And this makes it even more fun having some good dudes and good ladies to chat with. Uh, so, yeah. So, thanks very much. Um, where can people find you with, cause you have a couple other podcasts. Yeah, I do have a couple of podcasts. Um, as we jokingly <laughs> did at the uh, intro for this, we have um, crouching right. tiger hidden podcast. So that's uh, myself and Vader uh, co-hosting. And we talk about Kung Fu movies. And then I have another podcast with, um, well, uh, Cameron wrote in, he's yes. night underscore twitten. Um, and then Matt, who is Ninja Badger 7, we uh, do a podcast called Monster Dear Monster, where we discuss monsters in popular culture. Um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, we cover video games, movies, books, the whole uh, whole shebang. 
Um, and then you can find me on Twitter at sentinot underscore plus if you want to just drop me a line or a chat or whatever. Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty friendly, I think. <laughs> yes. Yes. Go follow. Go tweet at him. Just say some things and he will respond, I am sure. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, yeah, again, thanks very much. It's been a really fun chat talking about the video games. Um, this is Dark Insight. Do you probably know that already? Don't know why I say this at the end. You can find us at Dark Insight Pod on Twitter. Uh, website darkinsight.net where you can find all the links, all the hosts and all the guests and all the show notes and all the fancy things there. And I have been your terrible host, Vader Van Oden on Twitter. Or I have a website too, vadervanoden.com where you can see the shenanigans me and my son get up to. And yeah, that has been this episode and remember if it's not if it's not insight unless it's dark insight and i stuffed that up so forgive me we'll see you next time bye bye (laughs) (laughs) bye bye (laughs) outros suck the worst in intros (laughs) yeah just get tied up and trying to get all the little bits you wanted out there yeah and i hardly do it so i realize at the end i'm going oh crap i gotta wind this up (laughs) 